there's more to this life than I thought. And James inspires me. The things he says have encouraged me. It's like there's a walk, there's a path, and it's leading to something more real than I've ever known before, and it's exciting. I get around James and I hear things that help me in my life, my work. This work he talks about has become my work. I am excited about the possibility that other people could be affected, other people could be inspired to work on themselves, to grow, to, to realize there's more to this life. How many of you know who Mary Malone was? Jess, okay. Mary Malone is also known as Typhoid Mary. And she was the first person in the United States identified as a healthy carrier of the pathogen associated with typhoid fever. So she got the name Typhoid Mary. She was presumed to have infected 53 people, three of whom died over the course of her career as a cook. She was forcibly quarantined twice and died after almost 30 years in quarantine. Typhoid is a bacterial infection which, unlike a virus, can be treated successfully with antibiotics. Now, back in the day of Typhoid Mary, antibiotics were not available like they are now, so it was a huge problem. But a lot of bacterial infections were back then, before sulfonilamide and penicillin. A virus, on the other hand, is a microorganism smaller than a bacteria, which cannot grow or reproduce apart from a living cell. Now, bacteria, they can grow in a Petri dish, but a virus has to have a living cell. Because of their ability, a virus's ability to mutate in each host, so it's like in this person, it can mutate in this way. In this person, it will mutate in another way. HIV, human immune deficiency, is a virus. And the reason it's so difficult to deal with is because it's constantly mutating and they can't keep up with it. There are just so many different strains all the time. Each person, it mutates and mutates and mutates in each person. So they're not able to really get a handle on it, or they haven't been able to get a handle on it. So they're very difficult to treat. And what doctors will do is they will treat for bacterial infections because the virus will weaken your immune system so that you become susceptible to bacterial infections. And then they will treat the bacterial infections and try and somehow help build your immune system so that you can fight off the virus naturally because they have no way to do it from the outside. Now, what does all this have to do with the work of spiritual development? It's an image of something internal. You know I'm always looking for a way to make this more real and palpable for you so that it takes it out of the textbook out of the theory, out of the intellectual center, and starts to bring it home to you in a new way. There is something psychological, something spiritual, that is more harmful to our psychological bodies than a bacteria or a virus is harmful to our physical bodies. We have touched on that this morning, what that is. Physically, we have to protect ourselves against bacteria and viruses, but we must be even more vigilant against that which damages our psychological body of thoughts and feelings. You have a psychological body of thoughts and feelings. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean you don't have it. You have habitual thought patterns that mark who you are just like your facial features mark who you are. You have habitual emotional patterns and associations that are as distinguishable as a fingerprint. These things are real. And they are more real than your physical body. And why I say they're more real than your physical body is because they can make your physical body sick or healthy. They actually act on your physical body. They can determine whether you will smile or frown, whether you will laugh or cry, whether you will be sick or be healthy, whether you will fight through something or whether you'll give up and die. Your 
psychological, spiritual body determines those things. It is much more important than your physical body because your physical body is a manifestation, a shadow of those things. That's why we say life is consciousness or your being attracts your life because your being, your internal being, does attract your life. Now, a work typhoid Mary is more dangerous than any bacteria or virus that can be carried by a physical typhoid Mary like Mary Malone. And it can infect scores and even hundreds of people with negative emotions. Let's just take one example. Let's just take a big example in history, Hitler. Hitler was an orator, and Hitler's hatred infected millions of people. An evil was unleashed in the world that still runs rampant today. Everybody knows the man's name. Everybody knows what he did. There are people who emulate him today. There are neo-Nazis. And it's a real issue in Europe. It's a real problem. We have skinheads here. It's a real problem. We have hate groups here. It's a real problem. What is that about? It's about being infected by negative emotions. That's what it's about. It's about some typhoid Mary who infects people with negative emotions. And trust me when I say it is much more dangerous than any bacteria or virus on this earth. In this work, a negative sleeping person full of ill will envy, bad moods, is much more dangerous than typhoid Mary was. But quarantine isn't the answer. It's our answer. It's our immediate answer. It's what we want to do. Get rid of that person. Push that person out. Quarantine that person. Avoid that person. Make that person go away. That's not the answer. And it never will be the answer. It never will be the answer because this is self-development. And what that means is it's yourself that needs to be developed, not that other person's. This is about you. It's not about that other person. And that other person is an opportunity for you to develop in some way. Now, if you're infected with a physical bacteria or a virus, your work toward the formation of a new psychological body of thoughts and feelings isn't necessarily destroyed. It can be hindered. You know yourself. If you're feeling down, depressed, sick, it hinders your work. It really does. I mean, you know, it, it just gets to you. Just being physically ill or in pain can have a big effect but it doesn't necessarily destroy it. Through the application of esoteric ideas, you may still gain a new view of everything, especially yourself. Even if you're sick, even if you're in pain, if you will apply these esoteric ideas, you can still get something, no matter how sick you are. It's not just for healthy people, physically. If someone struggling to do this work meets someone else in this work who's always negative, full of bad states, a work typhoid Mary, he and many others may be infected in a way much worse than physical bacteria physical, bacterial, or viral infections. For what is a man profited if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? The self of which we speak is the real I toward which we look for new meaning. When esoteric writings say, for what is a man profited if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? So what if you're healthy? So what if you have everything, but you don't develop? What if you just fall prey to the negative emotions that are rampant in life and you allow them to drag you down to violence? Well, what if? What good is everything you have then? You will lose yourself in that. You will destroy your psychological body. You will burn yourself up with that kind of hatred. The poison of a work typhoid Mary is far more dangerous than any physical bacteria or virus. And trust me when I say it is poison. You are toxic. You are. You are toxic. That is your state. Now, how toxic 
You know, you're obviously not dead, but you're toxic. And you infect people with your toxicity. You must be able to see this about yourself. If you look at all, you must be able to see this about yourself. Work typhoid Marys are usually on the fringe of the work. And one of the things you can almost always find, when I say on the fringe, I mean they know enough to be able to toss around the words. You mentioned one today. Come on, you can do better than that, so-and-so. And it's like, on the fringe, they, they have enough vocabulary, they have enough knowledge to be on the fringe, to have a store of the ideas, but to have no understanding of them whatsoever. And remember why they have no understanding. Because it's not enough to have the idea. The idea must be applied to your being, to your being. That's the only way to get understanding. The only way for you to ever understand this work is to apply the ideas to your being. You apply it to someone else's being, you will not understand this work. You apply it to your own being, you will get understanding. And that understanding will not come all at once. Unfortunately, it won't be like, oh, the stadium lights went on and now we can see everything clearly. It happens very slowly and it's a very long, tedious process. I'm sorry to have to tell you that, but that's the way it is. You know, it's like, how many times when you were pregnant, ladies, did you say, God, when is this going to be over? When is this baby going to be born? It's like, been forever. And nine months seemed like a long, long time. Now you look back at it and your kids are bigger than you. And you think, oh my God, what happened? So it's a long road. But one of the things you always find in these work typhoid Marys is that they think they haven't been treated properly. That's what you brought up. You know, I feel owed. Well, that means, what that means is I haven't been treated properly. And this is a very, very dangerous thing. This is why the work hits on these two things. Try not to express negative emotions and try not to internally consider. Internal considering is the Petri dish of negative emotions. It's where they can grow. It's a nice, warm, dark climate where they thrive. Feeling like you have not been properly treated. You go to almost any bashing site on the Internet. You know what bashing sites are. They bash psychopaths. They bash Christians. They bash uh, non-Christians. They bash Arabs. They bash Muslims. They bash, you know, whoever they bash. They bash somebody. It's a, they're hate sites. You will always find bitter people who feel owed. You will never find forgiving people who feel love. You will find bitter people who feel owed and who want to destroy something. But if you go to other places where people are being bashed, if you find anything of any meaning at all, it will be forgiveness. It will be this. Pray for those who carry you away by force. Pray, pray for those who speak all manner of evil against you. Love those people. Pray for them if they carry you away by force and persecute you. Pray for them. Love them and pray for them. That is the way. That is the way of the work. That is the way of true Christianity. That is the way of any true religion worthy of the name. That is the way. If you see people going in that way, genuinely, sincerely forgiving their enemies, genuinely, sincerely turning the other cheek and not striking back, not defending themselves, if you see that, you've found something valuable. Protect it, cherish it, love it, because you found something valuable. If you find something where they're all ganging up on somebody and saying all manner of evil things, back away slowly. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying back away slowly. Even if they're right, the hate fest is poisonous. Even if they're right, okay, so they're, they're people who hate Adolf Hitler, even today, hate him, blame him for everything that's wrong with the world. Now, what he did was wrong. 
but for you to hate him for it is to add wrong to wrong. And it is to poison yourself and to poison others. And what I say to you is forgive, love, forgive. It doesn't cost you anything to forgive. All you have to give up is your self-righteousness. Now, admittedly, that may be the hardest thing for you to give up, seeing as you're so full of self-love. But if you wish to develop, you must give it up. You know, so yes, you feel owed. Cancel it. Cancel the debt. I don't care what you're owed. If it's $10 million, it's not worth it. Whatever it is, it's not worth it. It is not worth it. You must see this for yourself. No amount of me talking is going to get this across to you. I know. I know this for a fact. I have talked to people who are so bitter and so full of hatred, so consumed by it, they're like black holes that no light can get in there. It just, the black hole just sucks the light in and disappears it. And it's like, there are people like that. Only thing I can tell you is don't be one of them. That's all. Love them, forgive them, but don't be one of them. Do not let that poison poison you. So that infectious poison starts in the physical realm. It does. It starts in the physical realm. This doesn't start psychologically. A typhoid Mary doesn't start psychologically. It's like, well, you didn't treat me right. Well, where didn't I treat you right? Right here in the physical realm. It starts right here in the physical realm. So that poison starts here in the physical. But it quickly travels up to the psychological spiritual realms very quickly. What is this spiritual infection against which we must guard? What is it that can destroy the seed of the possible psychological body that we might develop? What is this psychological body that we might develop? Well, we've already said it's the psychological body of your thoughts and feelings. Well, what is metanoia? Metanoia is changing your mind. It's changing your thoughts. You'll hear about brainwashing. It's like, you know, you can't be brainwashed. I mean, I'm sure there are brainwashing techniques, but I mean, in the world, you don't meet brainwashers. You know, these people are working for the government. You know, <laughs> they're in Guantanamo Bay or they're in Afghanistan or they're in Iraq or Iran or, or, or Russia or China, you know, and they're using chemicals and they're using all these techniques and they're long, difficult processes. Yeah, you can be brainwashed that way. But come on, people. I mean, wake up. What you're trying to do is change your mind. You know, you are trying to wash your own brain. I'm not saying you should be brainwashed. I'm saying you need to wash your own brain. You need to wash the garbage out of your mind and replace it with something pure and fresh and good that's founded on something true and basic and loving, that's found on something eternal, that's found on light and love, not hatred and violence, not kvetching and complaining and whining and victimizing and pointing the finger and making accusations and slander and libel. You need to find something else to put your mind to work on. If you have allowed yourself to be so poisoned, understand that when you are negative, it's no one's fault but your own. No one did it to you. You accepted the poison. You acquiesced. There was something tasty in it for you, and so you took it. And if you keep it, it is because you keep it. It's not anyone else's fault. You are ultimately responsible. You must accept that responsibility if you wish to develop. If you don't want to develop, if you just want to be carried along by life, if it doesn't matter where you end up in life to you, as long as you're financially secure, as long as you have a nice new car, as long as you live in a nice house, as long as people like you, if that's all that matters to you, then go and do that because those people do succeed. Haters do succeed in the world. There's no question about it. They always have. 
And it looks like the righteous don't. But remember what I said. This is just a sliver of life. What you see here is just a shadow. It's just a, it's a breath. It's the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow falls into the fireplace. It's very brief compared to the existence of your being. Very brief. It's just a small experience. Do the best you can do here. And the best you can do, I promise you, is to reach for conscious love. And conscious love will dictate to you every single time. Forgive. Cancel. Every time. And if it doesn't dictate that to you, then it's not conscious love. Conscious love includes everybody. It leaves no one out. No one. Not even the Hitlers. Not even the haters. It doesn't leave them out. It prays for them. It thinks good of them. It loves them. Understand this. Because this is what this is all about. This is the heart of all religion. This is the heart of all goodness. This is the heart of it. You, I know you know this. I'm just reminding you of what you know. And I'm reminding you to hold to that when everything in the world wants to shake you loose of that. And everything in the world will try and shake you loose of it. Because the world doesn't want that. Not that world. It's got something else in mind. What is this spiritual poison we must deal with at all costs? Negative emotions. Like I said, if, it, if you're negative, it's nobody's fault except your own. It's not the work typhoid Mary's fault. She is an innocent carrier, a machine. Mary Malone was a healthy carrier. In other words, she carried the pathogen that infected all those people, but she didn't know it, and she had no way of stopping it. So they quarantined her forcibly. Well, could she have not been a cook? Yeah, I mean, maybe, except that, you know, back in those days, probably any job you had was the job you had. And all she wanted to do is work, and let's face it, what could she do? So for nearly 30 years, she was quarantined. She lived at the government's expense away from people until she died there. It's not her fault. You can't resist life's hypnotic power. You can't grow internally if you swim in a cesspool of negative emotions. You're going to stink eventually. Even the shiniest of us, even the most Teflon-coated of us, if we stay in the negative emotions, eventually they will rot us from the inside out. Eventually they will eat our souls. You've got to give them up. You cannot afford to taste the poison. You cannot afford it. Negative emotions will destroy the possibility of understanding and a new psychological body that could be formed as a result of that understanding. You're not going to understand someone you hate. All you're going to do is continue to make wrong connections about them and find more reasons to hate them. And then you'll find more people who will agree with you until you finally have yourself a network of hate that becomes a hate group like the skinheads or the neo-Nazis or whatever other haters there are in the world. And it can be a huge, huge organization with a lot of money and a lot of power behind it. And then there can be wars behind it. And millions of people can die. And it can all start with one man in a cell hating and blaming and letting negative emotions fester and writing his Mein Kampf, my struggle. His struggle should have been with negative emotions. And had he struggled with negative emotions and overcome them, he would have saved the world a lot of trouble. But he didn't. Now your psychological body is in chaos. That's why we're here. Your thoughts, your feelings, they're in chaos. You don't have control over them. Not real control. You're not one. You don't have one will. You don't have real control. It's chaos. It's why life sucks so hard. Why people are so unhappy. Why conscious relationships are nearly non-existent for mankind today. What is a conscious relationship? 
A conscious relationship is a relationship based on conscious love. Well, how many of those are there? Well, not many. Negative emotions make wrong internal connections. They twist everything and fill us with lies. You know this yourself from your own examining your own negative emotions about a person. Like Jess said, there are a couple of people I hate. Yes, I'm sure that's true. And I tell you this, you better not leave here today hating them. If you do, then I have failed, and you have failed, and love has failed, and light has failed today. doesn't mean it'll fail tomorrow. It doesn't mean I'll give up. But I beg you to let it go for your own sake, and for those around you, for your children, and for the people who love you. Let it go. There is nothing. Whatever they owe you, I will give it to you. I will give it to you. Just let it go. It's not worth it. A lie is a wrong internal connection. I said that negative emotions make wrong internal connections, twisting everything and filling us with lies. You need to understand that a lie is a wrong internal connection. Truth is a right internal connection. Only when we begin to see how negative emotions lie will we have a basis for a reorganized psychological body of thoughts and feelings. How can you expect to build a new psychological body of thoughts and feelings on the rotting carcasses of your hatreds and animosities and your unforgiveness and the things you've got against people. How can you expect to build anything clean and pure on that? If you take fresh food and throw it on a garbage heap, what will happen? It will rot. It will rot well before its time. If you take fresh meat and you put it near maggots, it's just a matter of time till it starts to go bad and the maggots start to eat it. It, it just ruins everything. I promise you, you can you cannot take without cleaning the basis, without cleaning yourself of this filth. You're not going to be able to build a new psychological body, thoughts and feelings. It's just not going to happen. You can't build on that pus. You can't build on that hatred. You can't build on that negativity. You can't build on that and expect anything that will come out pure and good. You have to start with a good foundation. If you start building your house on sand, when the trouble comes, your house will fall. If you scrape away the sand and find a rock underneath it, find a solid rock, find a solid foundation underneath it, and build on that, your house will stand a lot longer. Look what happens when you're negative. Begin to see how negative emotions lie. Then you'll have a basis for reorganization. But look at what happens when you're negative. Everything is wrongly connected in you, distorting how you see another person toward whom you're negative. And not only that, but then you will attract other people who agree. You will look for them. You will find them. You will go search them out until you find a sympathetic negative person who shares your poison. And then you will combine it to make a bigger dose. And then you will try and find more people. And this is how it grows. I beg you not to take my word for this, not to agree with me as if you already saw the truth of this. I beg you not to do that. Take a new look and see it for yourself. Don't eat yesterday's bread. Don't eat what you thought you saw yesterday, what you saw about yourself yesterday. Don't pay any attention to that. Look and see what you see about yourself today. If it confirms what you saw yesterday, okay, put it in work memory and use it to benefit the work, your work, and yourself. Notice how when you're not negative toward that same person, everything is connected differently. It's easier to see the good in them. It's easier to forgive or cancel the not so good. It's easier to overlook things. We talked about this this morning. You know, look at the times when you're negative toward me. And you go to somebody else in here and they're negative too. 
You know, yeah, well, 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 well. But then look at the times when you weren't negative and that other person was negative and you said to them, well, you know, it's not always that way. And they said, rah, 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 rah. you're not my friend anymore. You don't hate him, so you're not my friend anymore. It's like high school. But unfortunately, we seem to never get out of high school when it comes to emotions because we're emotionally, our growth has been stunted. You have to see this for yourself through proper self-observation. This is the truth that you must be a doer of, not just a hearer of. Anybody can hear this. Anybody can listen to podcasts. Anybody can read books. You need to do this. You need to do this yourself. You do not need me. You need you. You need you to do this. How can we expect to forge right relationships on this earth or advance toward conscious love or get in touch with higher centers if we won't face our own negative emotions with the strength and the courage that will give us the new mind that will enable us to understand life in a new way? If you can't understand life in a new way, if you cannot see yourself in a new way, forget it. Where do you go from here? So let me just give you one thing that I think you can do. You have the people that you hate. Here's the one thing that I would ask you to do. Try to express your unpleasant emotions in the most pleasant way that you can so as not to hurt. Just do that. I'm not asking you to cancel all the debts because I don't think that you can do that. Not right now. Maybe that's something you'll be able to do later. But right now, I ask this one thing. Turn in the direction of love. Turn in the direction of not hurting someone. Turn away from hurting them. Turn away from getting even. Turn away from revenge. Turn away from negativity. Turn away from wrong connections, internal connections. Just turn away from them. Don't even turn to anything. Just turn away from them and see if, like the prodigal son, something doesn't come and meet you far off and welcome you in. See if that doesn't happen. See if the light and love won't be there for you. Often the practical application of these ideas sounds like it's going to be easy. The ideas sound great. When we actually run into a situation or a person who's being a little more difficult than we'd like, we find it's not as easy as we thought it was going to be. If you've hit a snag with some aspect of this work and its practical application in your everyday life, I invite you to write James at SolidRockVista.com. Sometimes a fresh perspective is all it takes to get us back on the right track.